0: For he is holy holy forever oh lord we just come into your presence oh lord we just thank you for your presence we thank you for your holiness lord we thank you for your righteousness lord as you tend to create us in your image we were created in your image so take us into your holiness take us into your righteousness lord make us the way you would have us be oh lord continue to help us grow lord continue to as us get closer to you closer to you to know you, to act like you, to be like you oh Lord let us come as one body one bride to you Lord one bride to you oh we thank you Lord Jesus what a wonderful God we serve, amen oh God is great And all the time. It's been a while since we did that one. It's good. It's good. Just feel his presence in this place. You know, why not? Just take a moment. Yourselves. And just, just breathe. And be with God. Just let him touch your hearts. Let them touch your minds. Let them let surround your presence. Let them hold on to you. Just breathe in celestial air. He just hugging on you this morning. He's just loving on us this morning. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Praise His holy name. Oh, praise His name. Lift your voices to the Lord. Tell Him how you feel. Tell Him who He is, Lord. Oh, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, power. Lord God Almighty. Oh, Lord. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Well, your presence just rests on us this morning. The little glory car coming down. Touch you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. you. This morning we're going to talk about the river of life. River of life. Before we do that, if you have a tithe or an offering, you know, to put it in in the box there and we're forever grateful gracious for your giving Lord we thank you for the gifts we receive in this place Lord we thank you for your presence ever so powerful for Lord you have manifested yourself in this and Lord as we go into your word well let those hearts and minds be open let them feel the message that you would have for them today Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Revelation 22, verses 1 and 2. And he showed me a pure river of water of life. He showed me a pure river of water of life. Clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. And in the middle of the street, on either side of the river, was the tree of life, which bore 12 fruits, each tree yielding its fruit every month. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. You say amen. Amen. Now, a lot of you, when you think of a tree that's gonna bear fresh fruit every month, think about that, people. Think of the mangoes you're gonna be able to have. Fresh mangoes every 30 days. That'll keep you guys happy. He says he showed me a pure river water of life. Now remember, this is the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he's pouring out this to John. It's the revelation of Jesus. This is Jesus. This is what John is seeing. What does this represent? This river of life. The river throughout Represents the Holy Spirit. Amen. He's talking about the Holy Spirit here. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit coming down from the throne. Amen. Coming out of the Lamb of God. Yes, to bring fresh fruit. Yes, Lord. To carry life to each and every one. Yes, and the leaves of the trees. were there for the healing. The anointing from the Holy Spirit. If he gives you that, is it's for the healing of the nations, of the people. You're to heal. You're to raise the dead. And all this comes from what Jesus is showing John. God is like a river. You're getting high in the mountains, let's say. The water sparkles as it makes its way down the valley river flows through the valley, and it's strong. It's mighty. The river gives life to everything in its path. This is not a little brook that just trickles. This is a mighty, rushing river. The river represents the ever-flowing grace of God bringing life and continuous nourishment and healings. It's personalized, the Holy Spirit flowing. Mm -hmm. I remember the the little town I grew up in in New Jersey Mm -hmm. had a river flow right through the center of it. Mm -hmm. And on sides there was People were fishing in that. They were playing in the river. When it froze, we ice skated on it. There were mills with water wheels to turn the mill wheels. There was all kinds of operations of business and personal. The business would get what the water could supply to them. The people would be in there fishing all the time, getting what they needed. There were places on that river where the water was so pure, could just drink it right the way it was. Mm. When I moved to upstate New York, the Hudson River was very close to where I lived. Mm-hmm. Same Hudson River that's in New York. But this Hudson River was as wide as from where I am to the back wall. And in the summertime, you could walk across that river and not get your feet wet. Because the water would be so low. Wow. But in the springtime, when the snow started melting, that was a mighty, rushing river. Wow. And another river that was would run into the Hudson. And I remember one spring, it broke the snow loose and it came across and it packed that bridge with snow. We had to take a front end loader and dig a tunnel through the snow across the bridge. Wow. So rivers are mighty. I mean, up a little further on the Hudson, north of where we lived, they used to have a white water derby where they'd race canoes and stuff like that. And they had number seven rapids in one spot. But again, the water coming out of that mountain was so pure. My house, we tapped into the mountain. We tapped into a spring, and we fed the house with the water from the spring. 40 degrees in pure spring water. In the wintertime, of course, you had to run the pipe with tape and plug it in so it didn't freeze. In the summertime, it just would There was a place outside outside of Lake Placid, New York, where you would go up the one side of the road of this river and the river would just come down. And there were spots where the, it would go across the rocks. You could just lay on the rocks and have like a quarter inch or a half inch of water flowing around you. There were slides in the water where the rapids would go. And you could just get in there and slide down a 100 feet or whatever. I mean, the rivers were mighty. The river's flowing out of God. This Holy Spirit that flows, it's powerful. Brings life to everything he touches, everything. And the leaves of the trees were for healing, nothing. The Holy Spirit has. Goes to waste. He has everything. He has everything for you. Amen. <clears throat> Remember in Ezekiel 47? 40, when Ezekiel was taken in. And the guy shows him in the temple the water. Mm-hmm. The water came up to his ankles. Mm-hmm. What's that represent? That represents you just getting to know God. Just getting to know the Holy Spirit. It's the beginning of your relationship. And then the, he takes them in again. And this time the water's up to the knees. And that just means you're getting to know God. You're getting to know the Holy Spirit a little bit more. Maybe your hunger is getting stronger. Maybe your desire to be with God is getting stronger. Because you need to have that fire for God. Amen. God is a consuming fire. Hallelujah. Amen. He's a burning bush. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And then it says the water came up to the guy's waist. This takes surrendering. If you've ever been in moving water, up to your waist, it is powerful. Water is the strongest force on this earth. So water moving up your waist can move you around. Get in the ocean. Let those waves take you waist high. Next thing you know, you're 100 feet down the beach. Because it's that powerful. And then he finally shows this guy the river. And the river was so high, they couldn't cross it. It totally consumed him. This is what the Holy Spirit wants to you, do to you. It wants to totally engulf you. It wants to totally consume you. And he wants you to be a willing partner with him, to go with him. Even Ezekiel said he returned to the bank of the river and the trees on both sides said, "They tell them there will be a multitude of great fish, a great multitude of fish. Wherever the waters go, wherever the waters go, people will be healed. Wherever the waters go, life will continue to go. All kinds of trees are going to grow. All kinds of fruit." All kinds of healing. For the fruit will never fail. What does that tell you? The Holy Spirit will never fail you. You may fail the Holy Spirit, but He's not failing you. Always fruit for food and always leaves for medicine. John seven thirty-eight says. He who believes in me, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Out of your hearts flow rivers of living water. Each and every one that believes in Jesus, rivers of living water flow out of you. Living water is what? Eternal life. You have that gift. You've been saved. And you have the opportunity to save others. Amen. remember one time we were, friends of mine and I, we went to, we were at Sawgrass Mills for some reason. And I don't like that mom at all. But we We're in a, a Chinese restaurant. And the guy, the waiter, comes over and he, so when he's talking to us. You know, what do you do? Blah blah blah. You know, we said we're in the life-saving business. Mm-hmm. We can see what we do, we save lives. Mm-hmm. He looked and he said, he didn't think that we were doctors. He said, I think I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know, and then he he asked the question. You're talking about Jesus, aren't you? We in, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and we prayed with him right there. But I mean, it's living water. Amen. Flowing out of you. The, the opportunities to share the gospel have come into all of your lives. Each and every one of you, and a lot of you have done it. And shared it with plenty of people. Where the prophets of God are, Rivers of living water are. They're filled mm-hmm. with eternal truth. They're like springs bubbling forth, a consuming body. Mm-hmm. Out of your hearts, mm-hmm. rivers of living water. Mm-hmm. What an opportunity God's given. You. What an opportunity He has given. You. It says that this water flows from the throne of God. From the throne of God through you and out of your heart to others. That's connection between you and God right there. He is touching you with this river of life. Like I said, it's not a calm river. It's not a quiet river. You've all seen down here when we have those torrential rains how the water flows. This is how this river flows. Like that. The Holy Spirit needs to be operating in your life. You need to make whatever adjustments you need to make. Because it doesn't need to come out of you like a trickling little stream. It needs to come out of you like a mighty rushing river. Because you have the river of life. Jesus desires that this is the case for every believer. He wants you flowing with living water. He wants that stream to be a part of you. It's the truth of Jesus Christ. This is his truth. The living water. Remember, Jesus said to the woman at the well, go get me a drink. And She says, you know, why is a Jew talking to me, a Samaritan woman? Okay. You don't have anything to draw water with. And Jesus says to him, if you knew the gift of God that I carry, and who it says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him if he would have given you living water. That woman at the well in Samaria was probably the first evangelistic crusade Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. Because when she found out who Jesus was, Mm -hmm. she ran and told the whole city Mm -hmm. where she lived, and they all came out. Mm -hmm. She turned a city to Christ Mm -hmm. because of the living water. I mean, there are things that will halt your flow Sin, unbelief are two. We all know what sin is. You're living in sin, of course, the Holy Spirit's not going to flow through you or even. And if you have unbelief, remember Jesus when the disciple says, How come we couldn't cast that demon out? How come we couldn't do what we needed to do? Jesus said, It's your unbelief. Your unbelief. It's not always that you don't have the ability. Sometimes you get up and you start to question something. Like Thomas, doubting Thomas. He had to see the hole in Jesus' side. He had to touch him. Why? Because he's unbelief. Believe what God tells you to believe, because he will. Fill you with the Holy Spirit. And he will do what needs to be done. I mean, I spend every day praying for this fluid that's in my body to come out and just be gone. I rebuke it. I cast it out as a demon. And I pray for God's healing. And I say that I'm healed in the name of Jesus. And every day it gets better. I mean... The difference between yesterday and today is miraculous. Because today there's only a little bit of pain in the legs, and that's from the fluid tightening up. There's nothing in my breathing. There's nothing on top. It's all below. So that's all because of the living water. That's all because of what you're claiming I know Jesus can heal me. I don't believe that Christ wants any of us sick. I don't believe he wants any of us hurting. He doesn't want any of us caught up in any kinds of addiction or anything else. He wants us healed, working for him, full of the Holy Spirit, flowing out and winning the loss for the kingdom of God. We can't do that if we're not healthy. He wants everybody help. Amen. You just have to believe in it. Amen. Yes. John 4 23. You all know this scripture. For the hour is coming, yes, Lord. and now is, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship them. god is a spirit and those who worship it must worship in the spirit and in truth the woman at the well says to him i know the messiah is coming and when he comes he will tell us all things what did jesus say to her i who speak to you to you i am You all have had a spiritual encounter with the Lord. Thank you, Lord. You all have. Otherwise, you wouldn't be saved. You had to surrender. You had to surrender yourself, yourself to God. You had to rebuke the sin. You had to rebuke everything that was in your past and surrender to God. You became. A spirit in one within, because we are a spiritual beings. I mean, I don't want to be depressing, very graphic, but if you've ever seen someone die, you'll see a as they go, the spirit being lifted up. Their spirit departs from them. Their body just becomes what it is, an empty shell. I mean, I know this. I grew up in that business. My family was in the funeral business. So you see that. But the spirit leaves them. The minute they take that last breath, So we know we're spiritual beings. And our spirit is one with God. And God fills us with the Holy Spirit so we can do what we need to do. Going around, casting out demons, healing the sick, bringing people to the Lord. Raising the dead. In Peter's sermon, in Acts chapter 2, he brings up Things from the prophet Joel. And he said, It will come to pass in the last days, said God, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall see dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days and they shall prophesy. The river of living water, the river of life. It's a river no man can control. It's the Holy Spirit. You ask the Holy Spirit to flow through me. You surrender your love to it. And then you do what it needs you to do. Because it comes from the throne of God. You certainly can't go up to the throne of God and say, hey, I need you to do this or do that. We have to do what God's will is. He doesn't do what our will is. I found this old song on the internet. It says, down the mountain the river flows, and it brings refreshing water wherever it goes. Through the valleys and over the fields the river is rushing and the river is here. The river of God sets our feet to dancing. The river of God fills our heart with cheer. The river of God fills our mouths with laughter. We rejoice, for the river is here. The river of God is teeming with life, and all those that touch it can be revived, and all those that linger on the river's shore will come back thirsting for more of the Lord. The river is at our feet, dancing to the river of God. Fills our hearts with cheer. The river of God fills our mouths with laughter. Rejoice, for the river is here. The river that flows from deep within. There is a fountain of trees. There is a fountain that frees the soul from sin. Come to the water there is a vast supply. Come to the river that will never run dry. The Holy Spirit, the river of blood. Ephesians 5, 26 says, Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her that he might satisfy and cleanse her with the washing." of the water of the word. That he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having a spot, a wrinkle, or a blemish, or anything. She should be holy without blemish. We are the bride of Christ, are we not? Amen. We are to be holy. Amen. We are to be blemish-free. We are to be freed of all sin. We are to prepare ourselves. This is who Jesus wants us to be. His bride. We the church are his bride. Psalms 119 verse 9. How can a young man cleanse his way? By healing according to your word. With my whole heart I have sought you. Oh, let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Then it says, let the river flow. Let the river of God give you life. Surrender yourselves to this river. Let the river cover you. It has everything you need, and it will never be stopped. It'll keep you from sin. It'll wash you clean. The river is God's word. The river can't be stopped. The river of God is God. The river of God is eternal. The river of God satisfies. And the river of God is growing. Amen? Amen. You know, I found an article. and This kind of amazed me. I don't know who put this together. It didn't really say. But it says, water is not a trinity by accident. In other words, he's talking about H2O, which is a symbol for water. It's two hydrogen atoms and one oxygen atom. It is three in one element. It can take on a threefold nature of solid, liquid, and gas. He says, water, H2O, Mm -hmm. three and one, just like the Trinity of God, three and one. And then you have the water, the river of water flowing out. This is the connection he's trying to make. Mm something I've never in my entire life thought of. You know, H2O being the Trinity, but it is. Let's all stand. Oh Lord, the river of living water, the river as it flows through each and every one of us, as it touches each and every heart, touches each and every mind. This morning, we don't want anyone to leave with anything that is just not right in their spirit, anything that would be a little difficult. We want you to go with the peace of God that surpasses all understanding, if you need prayer this morning, please come to the altars. Let us pray with you. If you need healing this morning, let us lay hands on you because he said you need healing, let the elders of the church lay hands on you. Don't leave this place with anything disrupting your spirit. And don't leave this place with anything upsetting your mind. Causing any kind of disruption in your in your heart, oh Lord, we just come before you, Lord. We bow down on this altar, Lord. I surrender myself to you as we surrender everyone else, Lord. Oh Lord, we just thank you this morning. We leave nothing, nothing, Lord on the table we walk out this morning with a clear mind a pure heart a river that flows through us Lord a river that will never stop it will never cease oh Lord it will never cease Blessed Lord, oh my soul oh my soul was yes. in His holy yes, yes, name Seen like never before